Welcome to Today's Living Hope, a place where you'll find honest and vibrant discussions about the Word of God and how it applies to today's world. Your host, Linda Penn, is passionate about giving you the tools to live a life fully devoted to Jesus Christ, who is the origin of all hope for today and tomorrow. So now, from the WDCX studios, here's Linda Penn. Hey, welcome to today's Living Hope. We are so glad that you are with us, and we have a full program, as always, for you to be a part of today. And our program today is a little more serious, but you know today's Living Hope is about facing the reality of today so that we may have hope for tomorrow. You can catch us on todayslivinghope.org website and you will be able to hear this program again by Monday night and you'll also be able to go to a podcast through Spotify, Google Play and Apple Store and pick it up as well. And you know our program is different every week and that we hit we just hit the truth, I guess. Maybe that's what we should do. We know the truth. The truth will set us free. And it's time. And you know we talk about everything. And uh, our first hour is going to be talking about uh, correcting an unjust court system while there's still time. The second hour, I'm going to do my part two series on prayer. And uh, boy, has that been convicting for me. I'm the one that has to be prepared to talk to you about prayer. And God has really revealed some things to me of in my own life that uh, not only I need prayer for, but I certainly need to be stepping up that privilege of prayer and have that communication and understanding and learning from the Lord. Well, you know, we are... Uh, we're getting down to the wire, right? Tuesday's the day, and we are going to see people coming, going to the polls. And if you haven't decided to vote, then you need to make that decision today, that you're going to go out and that you are going to vote. We have that freedom to do that, and we need to exercise that freedom because you know it's no longer about the political party. It's about good versus evil, and it's about turning things around, and we already can see, witness, and know what's going on that is wrong in our world, wrong in our state, wrong in our city, and now's the time. Now's the time. You must vote. If you don't vote, you don't have any right to complain, and if you don't vote, then you, you don't ask. If you don't ask for anything, then you know what you get? You get nothing. If you don't ask for a change, then absolutely you get nothing. I'm going to start out off um, this program and kind of set this up with scripture because I think it's important that it's connected because, you know, the Lord has talked about all this in scripture. He's talked about good and evil. He's talked about sin. He's talked about manipulation. He even um, at the Tower of Babel, he even stopped the one world order then and split the 12 tribes to 12 different countries and he stopped it i think he wants to stop it right now as well but i'm going to read some scripture we're jumping right in i'm going to read from um, a part of the scripture from um woe unto the pharisees and the expert in the law i don't see the book of the bible that it came from if marie if you can get that for me i'm going to start reading at verse 37 Luke 11. that's Luke, Luke 11. 11 absolutely thank you so much when Jesus had finished speaking a Pharisee invited him to eat with him so he went in and reclined at the table but the Pharisee was surprised when he noticed that Jesus did not first wash before the meal 
Then the Lord said to him, Now then, you Pharisees, clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness. You foolish people, did not the one who made the outside make the inside also? But now as for what is inside you, be generous to the poor and everything will be clean for you. Woe to you, Pharisees, because you give God a tenth of your mint and all kinds of garden herbs, but you neglect justice and the love of God. You should have practiced the latter without leaving the former undone. Woe to you, Pharisees, because you love the most important seats in the synagogues and respect greetings, respectful greetings in the marketplace. Woe to you, because you are like unmarked graves, which people walk over without knowing it. One of the experts in the law answered him, Teacher, when you say these things, you insult us also, Jesus replied. And you experts in the law, woe to you, because you load people down with burdens they can hardly carry, and you yourselves will not lift one finger to help them. Woe to you, because you build tombs for the prophets, and it was your ancestors who killed them. So you testify that you approve for what your ancestors did. They killed the prophets, and you built their tombs. Because of this, God, in his wisdom, said, I will send them prophets and apostles, some of whom they will kill and others they will persecute. Therefore, this generation will be held responsible for the blood of all the prophets that has been shed, shed since the beginning of the world. From the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who was killed between the altar and the sanctuary. Yes, I tell you, this generation will be held responsible for it all. Woe to you experts in the law, because you have taken away the key to knowledge. You yourselves have not entered, and you have hindered those who were entering. When Jesus went outside, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law began to oppose him fiercely and to besiege him with questions, waiting to catch him in something he might say. Meanwhile, meanwhile, when a crowd of many thousands had gathered so that they were trampled on one another, Jesus began to speak first to the disciples, saying, On your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy, there is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. What you have said in the dark will be heard in the daylight, and what you have whispered in the ear of the inner rooms will be proclaimed from the roofs. I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who killed the body, and after that can do no more, but I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after your body has been killed, has authority to throw you into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. It is the freedom that Christ has set us free. If you know him personally, you already know that. He came to set anyone who walks on this earth because he's made all of us and put us on earth to be set free. So he's charging us to stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. Scripture speaks for itself, doesn't it? I am so... The timing of this program almost came by accident 
And yet, I know in the sovereign hand of God, there was no accident to this in the timing of when it came, how this was put together, and why we are together talking about what we're talking about today with the election, good versus evil, what has happened in our world, what we see as evil, um, whether it's in our city, whether it's in our state, whether we see it in our government, whether we even see it globally, it is happening. You cannot flee from this and you cannot deny this. Well, I have two guests for this first hour my, uh, and they're going to be a combination of our conversation and I want to introduce to you Marie Rock uh, and I'm going to read her bio because I also want to continue to set this up and what we're doing and then we have Stacy Sunny who's going to talk about her situation, what has happened in the court system. We're going to also talk a little bit uh, some decisions that have been made not only here but in other states, how they came about and how they are being manipulated by the court and by judges for the wrong idea, for the wrong outcome, and not allowing the due process of discovery in trial. Marie Rock is a native New Yorker. She's a mother, a grandmother, wife, Christian, and advocate of humanity. 30 years ago, she recognized that the medical system was going to be a major tool that would be used in enslaving modern humanity. In 2020, she was proven right. As we were put under medical lockdowns and quarantines and forced to partake in multiple medical devices that were not only not necessary or beneficial, but actually harmful. Since October of 2020, Marie has been meeting with a group of patriots, not Democrats or Republicans, but patriots, just people who love humanity and wish to see people retain their God-given freedoms of breathing clean, fresh air and maintaining bodily autonomy, as well as ensuring business owners continue to be able to run their own businesses as they see fit without strangulating extreme governmental regulations being forced upon them. She has a group, they are called, these patriots are called I Am a Free American, has been studying the truth about freedom, medical interventions, gov government overreach, and failures in all branches of government, legislation, judicial, and executive. The group of nearly 900 Western New Yorkers have been actively educating friends and family in the truth that communists are literally running the state of New York right now. This is not an exaggeration, as our local assembly, David DiPietro, will tell you that many of the current downstate legislators were elected on the Social Democrat Party line, which is in the communist line, and many of the Democrats and even some of the Republicans are following communist ideologies. I will re reiterate again, we're not talking about Republican or Democrat as much as we're talking good versus evil and the uh, ideology that's being forced on us. So. I Am Free American meetings have been teaching about the actual findings and election fraud studies being done around the country and in New York State by organizations, the True, True the Vote and the Election Integrity Group at UnitingNewYorkState.com. Welcome, Marie Rock. I don't think I, 
I think there's even more. Let me just look at my notes. This group helps folks get involved in preventing future um, tyrannical acts by an out-of-control government. This brings us today's message, educating God-fearing folks with the truth about our current court systems. What is the current state of their injustice in New York? And how can any God-fearing individual jump in and make a difference? I'm telling you, Marie, you've been on it, haven't you? Well, only by the grace of God. God. You know, because oh my gosh. he led me down the path 30 years ago that introduced me to the whole problem. And he opened my eyes and he gave me a way to share that with others. And so I, I'm thankful for that. And um, it's been amazing, you know, past two years meeting with everyone and I've met so many amazing folks that I never would have met without all of this craziness being heaved upon us including Stacy who's here today and going to share the mic with us Um, so since 2019 I've been introduced to a couple experts in the law not attorneys but experts on the law where they can recite the Magna Carta and they can recite the Constitution and they can tell us where the laws came from. And they've been saying to me, you've got to figure out how to use the courts. It's the only system left that's going to help humans here in the, in, in, in the United States of America. And so, you know, I've had some ideas and um, we came, we, I've now come upon a way that we can easily get involved, and we're going to talk about that later in the show, but that's what brings me here. And one of the things I want to point out, because people often say, wow, like, what the heck is going on? And, and it's hard for us as Christians who love humanity to see humanity harmed in so many ways that's going on right now. And I heard an attorney speaking the other day, a Christian attorney, and they put it this way. They said, The whole goal of what's happening right now is to genetically modify every man, woman, child, and plant upon the earth for the purpose of spiting God. And when we boil it down to that and we realize that, you know, the devil knows his days are numbered. And he's roaming to and fro upon the earth seeking whom he may devour. And he's ramping up his attacks. And that's what we're feeling. So God-fearing people have got to reconnect with God, remain strong, in uh, faith in God, because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day or next week. I mean, we could live through some really hard times, but um, God is the answer. Jesus Christ as Savior is the answer, and I'm happy to be here with you today um, to help bring that message to more people. And I have attended your meetings. Uh, They're very informative. You've done your homework. You have an overall view. You know what's happening. You're not afraid to share it. You're not afraid to put application in it and have it really make a difference in the state of New York. And thank you for taking the stand to do that and represent actually what our freedoms are about, what our Bible is about based on that, and that we are losing our Constitution, and it's time to stand and do something about it. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to introduce you to Stacy Sunny, and we're going to talk about her situation because it certainly was um, an injustice in the court system. We're going to tell you, she's going to give you details. We're going to tell you what's being done to um, change it. We're going to make some references to some things that are happening in other states and even how our own former governor, Como, actually put laws in place to make injustice happen just so he could protect himself. This is today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. We'll be right back. 
At Legal Shield, they know that life can be complicated. So if you and your family need a will or simply need help with a traffic ticket, if you're a gun owner or a small business owner and need some legal advice, or if you do a ride share or delivery business and have legal questions, they can help with all of the above. Plus, if you're concerned about your family's identity, protect it with ID Shield, the number one identity theft product in the US and Canada. Legal Shield is a service that every family in the US and Canada needs and can afford. With Legal Shield, you can have access to a law firm right in the palm of your hand. To set up your Legal Shield plan, call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011. If you're in the US, visit his website at alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com or in Canada, visit alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.ca. For years, you've been suffering with health problems. You've seen one doctor after another, but your symptoms haven't gone away. It's time to seek a natural solution. When the right combination of natural health therapies and whole food supplements join forces, you have Synergy. Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. At Synergy, we teach our patients how to thrive holistically because God designed the body to heal and function on its own. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. We have successfully helped patients battling health issues like acid reflux, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, autism, autoimmune disease, infertility, and much, much more. You can take control of your health without relying on medications or surgeries. Get rid of the pain, depression, exhaustion, and so much more and start living the life you were meant to live. And it starts with a simple phone call. To make an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli. I received a miracle that day, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. My team and I have ministered to hundreds of thousands of people across the U.S. and Canada and have received tens of thousands of prayer requests. When you submit your prayer request, our team of partners not only will pray for you, but will also follow up with you by phone or email. God is still in the miracle working business, and I'm living proof of that. If you have a prayer request, I invite you to send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. That's totalbreakthrough.org. Thank you, and God bless. You don't have to wait until the nice weather rolls around to get your roof fixed. LJ Construction is among a select number of companies that offers year-round roofing. Mention you heard this ad on WDCX and ask about the special discount going on now for up to $750 off a roof replacement or $50 off a roof repair. Check them out online at ljconstructionwny.com. For your free estimate, call 989-9494. LJ Construction the honest contractor. Romans 12.2 I am being transformed by the renewing of my mind to prove the perfect will of God. Have a question or comment for Linda? Send her an email at lynda at todayslivinghope.org. Hey, welcome back. Our program today is a little bit more in the serious note. i got to tell you again, get out there and vote. And uh, my guests today are Marie Rock and Stacy. 
um, Sonny, and we are talking about what has been happening in our system, correcting an unjust court system while there is still time. One of the things you can do is vote accordingly to change our system. Right now, I want to uh, welcome Stacy, um, Sonny to our program. Hi, how are you? Hi, ladies. Thank you so much for having me on today. It's such an um, honor, um, Linda and Marie. Um, first, I, I really want to stay. Um, your your passage reading Luke 11 was so um, it, it was um, made you know gave me goosebumps. It's so pertinent, and um, and you just spoke about truth. And um, to me, God is truth, and truth is light. And those who carry the truth to light are warriors for God. And that's what you two ladies are doing here on the show today. You're warriors for God, bringing truth to light. And sometimes truth is hard. It's hard to swallow. It's hard to live in reality sometimes. But I want to remind everybody that we're stronger for living in the truth. Um, so you've had a recent situation that's been going on for a number of years that we talk about unjust in the system. And I wanted you to come on and talk about it mm -hmm. because it's um, as we follow up on some things and how to change some things. And actually, it's really tied into some legislation that Como has done for himself to protect himself. So why don't you start what, telling us your story, uh, what is happening um, so we can get started mm -hmm. and understand more sure so um what what's happened to me um is 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 a demonstration of kind of what's going on uh, what's wrong is right and what's right is wrong and um and in in part of that is um much of our government today i think is uh behaving by the government and for the government and forgetting that the people we are their employers and um, they're doing a lot of things that are for themselves and um, the public is um, being at the expense of the public. And um, in 2013, I filed for divorce to protect my children from abuse. And um, my ex uh, used to work for Child Protective Services as an attorney, and he's a current public defender. And um, I thought to myself, maybe sometimes when somebody gets in trouble and they get a traffic ticket or something, uh, if you're connected in certain ways, they might let a traffic ticket go or something. But I never imagined that this would go on at the expense of children. And my children disclosed severe abuse, and it was ignored at every pass to his benefit. And in fact, he ended up with custody. And for years, I wondered, why did this happen? Was it You actually went to court, and they gave him custody. Right. So the same CPS agency that he used to work for as an attorney was the same CPS agency that did his investigations, quote-unquote investigations, we'll say. Okay, that's a little interesting. We should have had an independent party. Right, mm -hmm. correct, because it's a violation of Public Officers Law 70, Section 70 on conflict of interest assignments. Um, so inexplicably, um, his investigations were unfounded, which led to him getting custody because he would go to court and say, look, there's been so many investigations. There's no way I did this abuse, and she's crazy and terrible and vindictive. And he ended up getting custody. So in fact, my children actually disclosed to CPS when I got the records, strangulation and sexual abuse. And my children never got referred to the Child Advocacy Center. CPS never made referrals to law enforcement for their disclosures. 
Um, and in fact, they opined in their disposition that um, he was an appropriate caregiver at this time, despite their disclosures of choking, stopping breathing, um, and my son saying he saw it happen to his sister, and both of them saying where, when, why, and how it happened, and that's in their documentation. So that is a decision of the court, and when did that decision come down? What year? This all started in the year 2013, and the um, sexual abuse and strangulation, those documents that I was just talking about, were in 2015. Um, and I didn't get those documents until about 2017, where I was actually able to read the unredacted records from CPS. So are you appealing? What's happening now? So <coughs> um, it's a problem because um, I the response I get is, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Um, eventually, um, CPS reports did start going over to a different agency, and I send the ones from the same agency he used to work for from 2015 with this choking and strangulation. And they pretend like they don't see them, that, that they don't exist, or we can't look at those, they're old, or the kids aren't still saying that today. So if they don't say it today, it means it didn't happen back then, but they said it happened back then. And still, they still say things that imply that it did happen today, um, but they selectively ignore those statements. So they are still with him. He still has custody. Mm -hmm. Are you able to see them? Yes, um, I have access, but he still has custody. And um, recently, because a neighboring um, CPS agency has been investigating him, they just indicated him with two counts of inadequate guardianship, one for educational neglect and one for lack of medical care. And he still has the kids. Wow. And to indicate, you had mentioned to us something that happened in the courtroom at the time you went to court, and you were trying to explain to the judge what was going on, and you told us what the judge said to you. Just tell us, tell us that so we understand the connection between how the court is allowing this to happen. Right. So, yes, the court is, um, in, in my uh, opinion, protecting him because he's one of them. He's an attorney. You know, he's a public defender. He knows everyone in the courts. I've they had, are his employer. Yeah, I've had... I have had um, I have had almost every single Niagara County judge recused, um, saying they know him personally, they they're too familiar, etc. Um, and I've had every single Niagara County Family Court judge recused, um, but nonetheless they still made orders before they were recused. And this one judge, um, uh, he called, he said this in open court on transcript that he called my children's counselors ex parte and directed them to ignore any past or ongoing medical evidence of sexual abuse. And they said that they would be complicit. That's what he reported to the court on transcript. And when I was appearing to protect my children from abuse, he told me to shut your mouth. The judge said that? On transcript. And... Um, I said, uh, Your Honor, this is unconstitutional. And he fined me $500 for saying that that's unconstitutional. And um, then he kept on going on, and he was saying things about me that weren't true, and I wanted to defend myself. I said, Your Honor, this is important for the record. And he fined me another $500 for that statement. So, um, so he said to me that if I talk to my children's counselors about my concerns of sexual abuse ever again, He's going to put me in contempt and throw me in jail. But mind you, I'm a mandated reporter myself. I'm a physician assistant. Hmm. 
Interesting. Well. Interesting. So that is bringing us to the point of that something needs to be done. Something absolutely needs to be done. Um, you know, and, and, and like I said, your Luke 11 was so, it gave me goosebumps because um, it talked about woe to you experts of the law and who are judges, right? They're lawyers. And what was the solution in Luke 11 was the crowd of many thousands, the people. The people. And so as a remedy um, to this situation, and um, the, the New York State Courts are very aware of me because I um, communicate with um, the administrative judge and the chief administrative judge of New York State um, to open the um, court access for family courts to the public, to court watchers. They're supposed to in the first place, but they always tried to deny people access. I think that's very interesting. We're going to follow up. We're just about ready to take another break, and she's going to tell you more about that. Uh, and I'm just going to insert here that this is happening all over the United States. Yes. This is not just happening here. And we know that even New York State has an anti-slap law where judges have relatively little leeway to allow plaintiffs who are damaged by false statements of others to take their cases to trial by jury. The judge found in this from the SLAP law that they do not have to do dual process or have something go to trial, which is against the Constitution for a person to be able to actually have their day in court. Um, normally, access uh, to the mindset of a person who acts with malice is established through discovery. But New York anti-slap law was enacted with former government governor Cuomo's encouragement to protect politicians from discovery. I want you to know this has just been re recently used in other situations. It's actually been used in the state of Washington and Minnesota, two other states that had anti-slap laws. Um, just like New York's, the courts have struck down these statutes because they violate, violated the right to a jury trial, which if we have an administration change after Tuesday, I'm sure we're going to ask for that law to be slapped down. With what the judge's opinion says, so you know this, is that under a specialized law in New York intended to protect politicians and other people of public interest, a person can be dishonest, deceitful, corrupt, unfair, insincere, malicious, misleading, and devious in what he says about an or she says about another person and totally escape the liability for the damage caused to that person. So long as that person is careful to avoid saying, I hate you, or other words of what the law calls actual malice. In other states, a person who makes an intentional statement that is damaging to someone else likely would be sued and lose, except in California, of course. But even California law is more fair than New York's. Today's Living Hope, host Linda Penn with my guests Marie Rock and Stephanie um, Sunny, and we will be right back. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. 
If you have a prayer request, send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. Thank you, and God bless. At Legal Shield, they know that life can be complicated. So if you and your family need a will or simply need help with a traffic ticket, if you're a gun owner or a small business owner and need some legal advice, or if you do a ride share or delivery business and have legal questions, they can help with all of the above. Plus, if you're concerned about your family's identity, protect it with ID Shield, the number one identity theft product in the US and Canada. Legal Shield is a service that every family in the US and Canada needs and can afford. With Legal Shield, you can have access to a law firm right in the palm of your hand. To set up your Legal Shield plan, call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011. If you're in the US, visit his website at alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com or in Canada, visit alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.ca. Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many other WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday. If you want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry, or if you want to learn about how to become a sponsor or advertising partner, visit todayslivinghope.org or call 716-580-7063. Also, if you're a business or individual, you can give a tax-deductible donation to Today's Living Hope. Again, to do so, visit todayslivinghope.org or call 716-580-7063. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. You were created for such a time as this. Thanks for joining Linda Penn as she discusses the hope we have in Christ for everyday life. Hey, welcome back to the program today. We are talking about how to correct, correct, injustice in the court system and um, Stacy is with us she's told her uh, situation um, and I have mentioned what's happening here in New York and other places in the United States and some things to change so because of this Stacy what have you instituted and thank God you are on this thank God you don't feel defeated you're just going to turn around and go crawl in a hole or something and rather than say you know what this needs to be changed and so you're saying we need court watchers right accountability is what the word is like i said i go back to your passage luke 11 it gave me goosebumps and it's it's what we're talking about today is literally what's happening um the crowd of many thousands that's your court watchers and that's your poll watchers and um so i started up a court watching group and we have um asserted ourselves and now we're pretty recognized um whenever a public wants to go in and watch a family court case we're no longer getting sent out for bogus excuses like confidentiality. So this is um, bringing transparency into the courtroom. It's the from Luke 11, what you said in the dark will now be said in daylight. Amen. And what we do as court watchers is we file non-party witness affidavits to the actual court case. And that's our way of changing our courts from being by the government for the government and now operating by the people and getting the people's word, the public's word, and influence on the case. And it also creates a sort of um, a pseudo ju- a jury because now our input is being put into the case for consideration. And just like Linda said, stand firm, be set. This will set, your, set us free and put the courts back into the hands of the people. Interesting, what have you seen happen 
since you have started this? The, it's, it's, it's exactly what, it's transparency, and it does what transparency does. And um, it puts more honesty and accountability into the system. And again, it empowers the public. But we have to do it. We can't just listen. We have to go there and we have to assert our rights as the public and put our influence into the cases. So you have to know the law yourself. You have to see when you sent something is wrong by what's happening. It's accountability in the court between the attorneys or the judges. It's not saying you're above them or anything, but you certainly can recognize when the Constitution has been violated or some other things based on some decisions um, when they're not allowing full discovery. And I know it's, it's got to be a fight. I mean, it's got to be, how do, you, how do you bring this up and they actually have to review this and change something? Well, remember, there, it absolutely helps to know the law as best you can. But a lot of this goes back right down to the reasonable person standard. If something doesn't seem right, it's not right. Go ahead and voice that. What are you calling your organization? So uh, the name of our organization is the Lockkeeper Court Watchers. Um, you can be a part of our organization or we can just teach you how to be a court watcher yourself because it's a right of access to the public. You can join us. You can form your own groups, um, go into the courtrooms and watch. So right now, is this just happening in family court or are there other areas? We, we particularly target the family court because that's the one that's been the darkest, the one that judges always say, oh, confidentiality, we're not letting you in. But it's the um, Uniform ru uh, Rules of Family Court 205.4 in New York State that um, recognizes the public right of access to family court so, um, but we've always had um, the uh, media and so forth going to criminal cases and putting that in. So those have been recognized as being open, but family court is open too and know that. Mm. Right. Do you plan on appealing sometime your situation? I have. Um, the shut your mouth contempt order, I appealed it and I, was, um, I argued that before the appellate court on October 19th. I think it went well. I did put my argument on Facebook. It's on the Lockkeeper Workshop site. Um, and um, uh, we'll see what, what the determination is. Okay, wonderful. Marie, wow. How have you stepped in and what with what you have been doing that can come right alongside and enhance this and really start turning things around. Yeah, we've got something that beautifully dovetails here. I just wanted to ask Stacy, is that how people contact you through that Facebook page? The Lock Yeah, Keepers that's that's fine. Yeah, um, watch. Yeah, it's called the Lock Keeper uh, workshop on Facebook. You can join it. Um, uh, but also if if you know it's okay that people call the show too and and uh, Linda can Well, they can they can email me at lindakpen at gmail.com yeah mm -hmm. absolutely okay good I just wanted to make sure that they could get in touch with you because what you're doing is critical um, and so uh, I, there was a pr I finally found the program I've been looking for it's called Jurisdictionary and we're going to do a group class beginning in January of 2023 um, I'm going to be think of it like a book study and I'm going to be the leader. I'm not an expert in the law, but I plan to become one by working through this study. Mm. And so anybody is welcome to join us. Right now we're setting up one in the south towns of Buffalo. It'll probably be in East Aurora or 
uh, West Seneca. We haven't firmed up our location yet, um, but we're going to go through this jurisdictionary program, which is phenomenal. Um, the man who set it up became an attorney. He went back to law school at the age of 39 because he realized how unjust he was being treated whenever he had to go to court. He became an attorney. He's also an ordained minister, and he just wanted people to have fairness and justice. And so he put together this class 30 years ago. He's been promoting it ever since. Um, and I, I found that it's a really in, informational class that the average person can get. And that's what he says. He said, listen, everybody thinks attorneys and judges have so much knowledge and they're so brilliant and how can we ever compete with them? You don't have to compete. You have to know a few basic things, how to be uh, do a presentation in court, and all of that is teachable. So we want people to come alongside us, join this course, learn how to be uh, represented in court, how to represent yourself in court, and then being a court watcher becomes even more critical because you actually can recognize some of the injustices. So um, anybody can contact me through my email. It's my jd123 at aol.com my j for juris meaning all things law and dictionary meaning definitions so law definitions so my jd123 at aol.com and we're going to learn how to win in court just like stacy has learned how to win in court this is a course that will actually teach us. Anybody is welcome to join us. I'm not charging anything. Everybody has to purchase their own course, which is $250, which is really a drop in the bucket compared to what it will save when we're saving the lives of children and families from long-term harms that the courts are causing. And to be clear, not every attorney and not every judge is awful. I've met some really great ones over the past two years who have literally put their practices on the line to defend the rights of people against what's going on. See, I've even heard in the state of New York, we don't have due process anymore. But we can have accountability. We can have bring integrity and honesty. And when you just see all the time that what is happening in our uh, uh, administration is they're just doing as a darn well please, and they know they're breaking the law, and nobody's doing anything about it. We yes. see that in um, how they're letting people go. They're not prosecuting and all these things. And then when you hear about this anti-slap thing that's been uh, passed as a law, so Como cannot be prosecuted right. for his own... Um, bad behavior and stuff yeah. and how then other judges are using it for situations with well I got your back all we're asking for is accountability and integrity for fairness and allow the judicial system based on the law to do its work for making a good decision and not having it manipulated and trying to bring a balance of forthrightness and integrity back to the system. That's what we're asking. We, and in every way, not just inside the court, but outside of the court. I don't know if everybody's familiar with um, our Governor Hochul's quarantine regulation that she put on the books um, a few months ago. And that's a quarantine camp that she can point her finger to anybody in the state and demand that they're remanded off to quarantine camp for any length of time. They can be any age. They don't have to have a proven disease. They don't have to have a proven um, 
uh, crime that they've committed, but literally they can point and take them off to court. Our attorney, Bobby Ann Cox, fought and won that because the court did decide that it was unconstitutional, but Letitia James and Hochul have already filed the first step to an appeal. They really want that law on the books, and a vote for Hochul this year is a vote to put quarantine camp bill front and center, and then everybody has to fear for their very life. And we can give information, we can give voting records, we can't tell people how to vote, but we can make them aware of the situation, the injustice that are happening, and what need, we need more accountability and more fairness. Um, Stacy, and you said you went before the court in October? I did. Okay, and you're waiting for a decision? That was just, I did uh, three appeals, actually. Okay. But that was the most recent one, yeah. Okay. What three appeals did you do, and then we need to take a break? I did an appeal for custody. I did an appeal for the shut your mouth. And I did an appeal because um, they barred me from filing motions with the court because they said my motions were meritless and frivolous. And so when I filed that my children were in imminent danger and... Um, uh, being abused and you the had proof and evidence of that proof and evidence the court ignored it and from testimony from your children and a witness and this was July 2022 I filed an emergency order to show cause the judge wouldn't hear it because he pre precluded me from filing and that's the that is what got the four indications when investigated by CPS and they still won't sign my order to show cause for temporary custody. And I've got to ask this question. I know the answer, and I'm not going to like the answer, is you have to go back to the same judge. So I, I've had pretty much all of them recused, but the one that's still on, I did have to go back to him. The one that precluded me from filing is the one that won't answer this um, emergency order to show cause. Um, so uh, then I tried family court, but then all the Niagara County family court judges recused. So now there's a judge coming in from Wyoming County, but he's sitting on, I also filed for a restraining order, and he's refused to sign that when I know people have had piddly temporary orders of uh, protection put in place for texting too many times or calling family members too many times, but I can't get my kids protected with a temporary order of protection. Mm -hmm. Wow. And wow. just so you know, I, I don't smoke. I rarely drink. I've never been arrested. I'm a physician assistant. I don't do drugs. I've never been found to be abusive of children, and um, I'm gainfully employed. There's no reason I shouldn't have my kids, especially when the father has four indications from CPS, and they're not answering me and giving my kids back. But he works for CPS. He's a former attorney for, for CPS and current public defender. Interesting. It's time to take that break. Today's Living Hope. We'll be right back. Every year it happens. That windstorm blows through western New York and then in your yard and sometimes the neighbor's yard are shingles from your roof. Or what about the leak you can't trace, but suspect it has something to do with the roof. Maybe you've been in your house for decades and it's just time to have the roof replaced. Whether it's repairs or a brand new roof, call LJ Construction today. You don't have to wait until the nice weather rolls around to get your roof fixed. LJ Construction is among a select number of companies that offers year-round roofing, and they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Mention you heard this ad on WDCX and ask about the special discount going on now for up to $750 off a roof replacement or $50 off a roof repair. 
Discounts are also available for veterans and seniors. Stop by their showroom in Lancaster at 3439 Walden Avenue or check them out online at ljconstructionwny.com. For your free estimate, call 989-9494. LJ Construction, the honest contractor. Did you know that God designed the body to heal and function on its own? Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. We teach our patients how to thrive holistically with natural therapies and whole food supplements. If you've been suffering with health problems, it's time for a natural approach. You have the power to take control of your health. To schedule an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. At Legal Shield, they know that life can be complicated. So if you and your family need a will or simply need help with a traffic ticket, if you're a gun owner or a small business owner and need some legal advice, or if you do a ride share or delivery business and have legal questions, they can help with all of the above. Plus, if you're concerned about your family's identity, protect it with ID Shield, the number one identity theft product in the US and Canada. Legal Shield is a service that every family in the US and Canada needs and can afford. With Legal Shield, you can have access to a law firm right in the palm of your hand. To set up your Legal Shield plan, call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011. If you're in the US, visit his website at alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com or in Canada, visit alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.ca. Interested in contacting Linda? Email her at Linda at todayslivinghope.org. Hey, uh, that just reminds me, I think I gave the wrong email address. It's Linda at todayslivinghope.org. If you want to get a hold of Stacy, you want to talk to Marie. Um, Stacy, um, tell us what you started, what the websites are, how they can get a hold of you, how they can be a part of the court watching right so yeah if you want to join our group on facebook it's the Lockkeeper court watchers go on there it's a private group so you just have to um, request and then we'll accept you um i'm also i also do a facebook group erie niagara dishonorable honorables and other notorious notables and um i i use factual stories and and uh, post them on there so people can know again how our government is um digressing from um, honor and justice. Wow. So our program today has been correcting an unjust court system where the, while there is still hope. We're talking um, mainly, I give a, gave a reference of what happened as Como uh, established a law for himself and how that's being used in the court system here, what is happening in other states as well. And um, some of the states, Washington State and Minnesota, has actually knocked down the anti-slap law to bring more integrity and honesty back. You just mentioned with the, the watchers to bring that about. And it's actually, um, it has to be a little intimidating for people to co come into the courtroom and they know, the judge knows he's being watched. But it also established the integrity of, of it. Yeah, you'd be surprised how fast it happens. Um, the effect um, you know it's kind of like the Wizard of Oz Dorothy was so afraid for so long and then she saw who the Wizard of Oz was and he was this little guy walking from behind the curtain and that's really what fear is too it's it's misguided um, uh, and um, so um, and again there's power in numbers Luke 11 
thousands of people, right? The bigger you are, the more that goes in, the, l the less that they're going to be able to, to even single you out as, as a court watcher. Um, so, um, and, and I do also for our court watchers, I ask our watchers to proceed with the same um, dignity and respect that we um, implore from our courts. So I ask our court watchers to, to um, you know, be honorable. Okay, I, I want to do a follow-up sometime and say from these court watchers what is happening, what is being brought, some of the things that they're filing, uh, is the court actually looking at them? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's very, that's very hopeful. And it's, it's on court record, so too, if they file an appeal, our affidavit is going to be on record what we witnessed. And you'll even see judges that recuse because court watchers said that their observations, the judge was discourteous to the litigant. Wow. It's powerful, very powerful. Oh, it is powerful. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Marie, give us some information because uh, tell us about the class that's happening and some other things that you're doing. I'm so impressed with you taking the stand, and I'm a, I'm a free American. Well, <clears throat> it's not me. It's God, right? I don't really have a choice. He laid it in front of me, and I have to do it. I have to follow through. So I am grateful every day that I get to do this with wonderful people like you and my family is very supportive. I want to remind people of Galatians 5 verse 5. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. We are heading back into slavery, my friends, if we don't stand firm and stand up for each other. Stacy cannot do this fight alone. She has to have us standing beside her. But you know what? She's not the only one. Judges across this country and attorneys across this country and state are abusing children. I had looked up a case where two judges went to prison for collecting millions of dollars in kickbacks for pulling <coughs> innocent uh, children from their families for a minor incident and moving them into prisons. And they received millions of dollars in that. Now, these ju judges did go to jail, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. There are so many more out there that must be watched. We must have programs like this Court Watch program that Stacy has set up. And you can learn how to feel more comfortable in court by going through the jurisdictionary class um, course that I'll be holding next year. I don't have the exact dates. It'll probably be a Saturday morning, maybe every other Saturday. For how long? Um, you know, we don't know. It's going to take anywhere, I'm saying, from 12 to 15 meetings or maybe more. What I'm hearing from people that have already gone through the course is that they don't just do it once. They do it the first time, and then they go through it again, and they go through it again because it, it just helps to get it ingrained into us. But it's not that intensive. It's not like you have to go to a law library and pull out law books. That's a mistake that we all make, thinking that we cannot be as smart as an attorney or a judge. We absolutely have the right to be free. God gave it to us. Jesus died for it. He gave it to us. And we need to help everyone to be free and stop these pedophiles from attacking children. And um, so I, you know, contact me at myjd123 at aol.com. I'll get you more specific dates and times once I have everything in place, and I'll get you the link to purchase your uh, version of the course. We'll go through it together. I may even offer a Zoom link if there are people who live, just cannot make it to the class session because I want everyone to get involved. 
I want this to happen to save our children, to save our beautiful families here in New York. Mm-hmm. We need to take we need to take our rights back. That's for sure. Yes. And this would this would even crowd into what we just through, uh, went through from the pandemic and the ideology that's been pushed on the medical society and actually know what our rights are and yes. know what we have can stand for. And that's the reason you started PMS Private Membership. PMAs, Private PMA. Membership Association. PMS, that wasn't right, was it? <laughs> <laughs> so say that again, because I want our people to know there's something you can do. You don't just can g- give up and say, what can I do? I'm only one person. Right. So there's a, a different kind of business format that people can create called a Private Membership Association. It's very legal. It's been around for probably thousands of years, but at least hundreds. And that can take a business out from under the state's jurisdiction. And we can operate as private entities without the state dictating what we do as long as we're not harming people with our actions. Mm. And so um, we teach about the private membership associations in our group, I Am a Free American, which by the way is meeting this coming Monday night. Everybody's welcome to join if they want. We're gonna be at Center Road Baptist Church in West Seneca, 412 uh, Seneca Street, or I'm sorry, Center Road, 412 Center Road, in West Seneca, it's Center time? Road Baptist, from 7 p.m. till 9 p.m. And this meeting is going to be half meeting with information and half prayer time for our community and for our nation because, boy, do we need God to intervene. And so I'm asking everyone, to, if you come, bring if you want to pray, bring a one-minute prayer, and I'm having everybody just file through and issue their prayers through the microphone. Wow, wonderful. And don't forget to go vote. Stacy. what would you like to tell our listeners? We have about three minutes. Well, I just, I thank everyone for listening to my story. Um, I feel, you know, like I said, sometimes truth is heavy and hard to swallow. And I know my story is hard to hear. But as a positive spin, um, you know, I do have access with my kids. And we enjoy um, weekends together and overnights and so forth. Um and, um, and and though there's been the problems with Erie County CPS or whatever, they did just indicate um, the father. So um, that is a step in the right direction. And I'm praying and I'm hoping for my children and um, in, in carrying this and learning what I've learned through this, I'm hoping for everyone else's children that this will um, bring more hope for children and families. Yes, we forward. want honesty, integrity. We want the children firsthand we want to know the truth we want things exposed and we want good decisions based on the right things coming forward not the deception the evil and the things that are are happening right now praise god yes we will be praying for you stacy and your family and for for cps and the other children um because it it matters it It really does does matter so um before we go to the top of the hour i want you to to know that you can listen to this first hour again on todayslivinghope.org or you can pick it up on a podcast through Spotify, Google Play, or Apple Store. Thank you, Marie Rock, for being on Today's Living Hope. And Stacy, um, Sunny, was a privilege to have you. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Lisa. It was our pleasure. Right, hey, yes. we're at the top of the hour. When we come back, we're going to talk about second part two about prayer and how that should make a difference in your life and what God says about prayer for you. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, 
I'm Dominic Seccaroli. I received a miracle that day, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. My team and I have ministered to hundreds of thousands of people across the U.S. and Canada and have received tens of thousands of prayer requests. When you submit your prayer request, our team of partners not only will pray for you, but will also follow up with you by phone or email. God is still in the miracle working business, and I'm living proof of that. If you have a prayer request, I invite you to send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. That's totalbreakthrough.org. Thank you, and God bless. Do you need a will, or do you need some advice about a property issue, accident, personal injury, marital issue, real estate matter, or business situation, but you only have modest resources? Well, everyone deserves legal protection, and the good news is that Legal Shield has solutions to your legal issues without it causing stressful or complicated outcomes. To set up your Legal Shield plan, call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011. If you're in the U.S., visit his website at alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com or in Canada, visit alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.ca. We're in this life together. This is Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back to our second hour of Today's Living Hope. And as you know, a couple weeks ago, I did a segment on prayer. And um, God has really laid that on my heart. And uh, he's really convicted me about prayer. And I'm learning some things. And I want to share more with you because it's not just praying to get what you want. It's not praying just to... Um, because we're supposed to. It's not praying, and we don't even understand the aspects of prayer. And I tell you, one of the best books, and I know there's thousands out there about prayer, praying for your parents, your grandparents, all this kind of thing, so many. The best book I have found is from E.M. Bounds, B-O-U-N-D-S, and it just says prayer. And uh, I would encourage you to purchase that and to really spend some time. Uh, one thing I have learned is um, just the more you pray, the more you want to pray. The more you want to pray, the more you do pray. And we certainly know what our world is going through right now. And certain things we are praying. A lot of us pray the minute there's a crisis. But do we really pray on a regular basis? So I'm going to give you some really practical things because it really matters. And we're supposed to pray about everything. And um, so I'll get into that as, as we move forward. But prayer, just to reiterate a little bit, prayer, you pray to communicate with God. You really do. This isn't a one-sided thing because you pray, call to me and I will answer. And I will tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. It also is a time for you to listen in your prayer life for him to speak to you. And I think that's the part we just really miss. We whip off those prayers. We talk about this. We find the time, um, you know, and I don't know about you, before I even my feet hit the floor, I'm asking for God's help every day. Prayer is not just an escape hatch for you to get out of trouble. It is to please God for his glory and to have that communication it is a fine line it is your line of communication with God as a child 
you have direct access. If you know him personally, you've accepted Jesus Christ, you have direct access to him. Better than anything Spectrum AT&T has come up with. He knows you so much that he has made himself available to you at all times. Through prayer, you talk to God and he responds to you. Now, I know sometimes he says yes, sometimes he says no, sometimes he says wait, but he does answer. The more we're intimate with him in the word of God and the more we pray, the more we understand, the more we have discernment, the more he talks to us, guides us, teaches us. You pray to receive spiritual nurture or spiritual growth. Just just as a child needs food to grow physically, so we need food to grow spiritually. You cannot pray, go to church, but not be in the Word of God and think you're growing spiritually. You can miss a meal and not feel any ill effects, but if you go without food for a week, you begin to weaken and you run out of energy. That's what I'm talking about, that spiritual connection with God and that spirituality. And one of the biggest things that keeps us, and I'm going to talk about some prayer killers, um, because we pray to communicate with God. We pray to receive that spiritual nurture. And we spend that time so he can speak to us through the word of God and teach us and to grow us through the Holy Spirit who then teaches us. We also pray to, of course, obtain results. Biblically based prayer does change things because it changes people. So it changes those who pray that God is free to reveal his will to them. Wow, how many times have we been studying the word of God, trying to figure out God's will? But if we walk in truth and prayer, by faith, knowing the word of God, he will reveal his will. The faithful prayers of spirit-filled, believing Christians have proven this many, many times over. You pray to become a fruitful witness for Christ. Oh, the Holy Spirit prompts me now, even in counseling, to talk about a conversation with relationship with Christ. A lot of times presenting the gospel. I'm in tune with God in my spirit and my prayer life. Yes, we want to have those results, but it is a full witness for for Christ in our walk. The divine order is first to talk to God about men (laughs) and then to talk to men about God. Kind of simple, but yet profound. Witnessing is simply gathering the results of prayer, both prayer of the one who is sharing Christ and prayers of others. I am really convinced that the single most important factor in my becoming a Christian was the prayers of my godly mother. I still know I'm sitting on those. They accumulate, they're retroactive, and they do not come void. Well, we talked about who do you pray to? We pray to God the Father through the Son by the strength of the Holy Spirit. There's no other avenue to God except through Christ. John 14, 6. A lot of people think they can pray to a saint. They can pray to this or that. Scripturally, that is just not true. And what does the Bible say about prayer? It says pray without ceasing. Pray about everything. What is the current posture of prayer? You can sit down, stand up. You can walk. There's a lot of times I'm pacing 
when I'm talking to God. And it is just conversation. It doesn't have to be eloquent, eloquent words. It's just talking to your heavenly father or your daddy. And then why should I pray? Because it develops that relationship with Christ. See, it's collectively mind, body, soul, and spirit. And what if you don't know how to pray? God will teach you how to pray. That's almost another whole segment sometime I could talk on. Are there requirements for successful prayer? Yes, there are. A humble heart. Sincere wholeheartedness. Jeremiah 29, 13. Faith. Mark eleven twenty four. Righteousness. James five sixteen. Obedience to the word and understanding. It's hard to pray and get answers if you're walking in sin. That thwarts your prayer. It says in 1 John 3, 22, and we will receive whatever we request because we obey him and do the things that please him. Can't please him if you don't know the word of God and you don't know who you are in Christ for him. Does God hear and answer prayer? Uh, yes. Several examples uh, for that. Psalms 34, 17. Psalms 91, 15. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Psalms 91, 15. There's also 1 Samuel 1, 27. Psalms 4, 3. Psalms 18, 6. Proverbs 15, 29. What are some ways he doesn't answer our prayers? What are some of the reasons? Disobedience secret sin oh on the outside i look really really good what i do sunday morning but if i have secret sin my indifference to him and full surrender to him will hinder my prayer life neglect of mercy to others proverbs twenty one thirteen. iniquity isaiah 59 2 and micah 3 4 my own stubbornness not to yield to God and want his will in that humility, stubbornness, Zechariah 7.13. Instability or doubt, wow. James 1, 6 and 7, be who lack wisdom, all you have to ask um, is for wisdom and he promises to give it abundantly. Self-indulgence, James 4, 3. So see, there's reasons why he doesn't answer our prayers, and that doesn't even cover the ones that say, for my secret sin. <laughs> but we talked about the witness of God. The divine order is the first to talk to God about men and then to talk to men about God. It, um, I pray all the time that God will use me for his kingdom, for his glory, and, and for his witness and any time an opportunity comes up to share Christ. That has been beautiful in my counseling and in my ministry years as people come to know Lord. And yes, we said, to whom should we pray? Well, we pray to, fa to the Father in the name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Now, I don't know about you, but I, I have a little prayer section or a prayer room or a prayer area in my home. It includes a chair. I kind of have a lamp. I have a table. 
I have my Bible. I have my uh, journal book. I have my prayer request book where I write down prayer requests and the date. So I can also write down the day that it's answered and what he ha- how he has answered. I love doing that because sometimes I really need to go back and do that because I'm really sometimes get discouraged. He hasn't answered yet. What is he going to do? We don't know. When I go back and see what he's done and how he's answered, I'm comforted by that. And when you pray to the Father through the Son by the Holy Spirit, your prayers are validated by Jesus Christ and interpreted to God the Father by the Holy Spirit. But I also have to say, but since God is one God manifested in three persons, it is perfectly acceptable to pray to Jesus or to the Holy Spirit because they're all God, right? They're individually who they are. And you know what? There's no jealousy between these three persons. It is the Trinity. Hmm. It is meaningful and encouraging to realize that you are praying both Jesus and the Holy Spirit are interceding. And how I know that, Paul says, and he tells us this in Romans 8, 34. Jesus Christ, who died more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of the Father and is also interceding for us. Then I have to go to Romans 8, where Paul wrote, In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Holy Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance to God's will. I There have been times I didn't even have any words didn't know how to pray so overwhelming so um worried or distraught not knowing what god's will was and just saying god will you intercede in whatever i say or don't say would you take the right words and bring them to god the father for what needs to be asked for god knows right he's sovereign hand of god some people are saying god hmm, he knows what he's going to do anyway so why should we pray because the scripture says god uses prayer to change things and he changes people he wants us to have fellowship with him look all the times in scripture where he did save people change things because people prayed and said if there's only one here that will walk in truth i will spare It is so important. I really want to know more about that Holy Spirit because that knowing Jesus and using the fullness of the Holy Spirit, I pray for wisdom about the many, many decisions I must make a day. I pray for the salvation of friends and strangers. Boy, when I go and see people, we were out walking someplace and there were so many people and I just thought, Lord, I'm praying for each one that they know Jesus. How many here in this group, or when you go to the grocery store, how many people do you think really know Jesus? 
They're actively out doing their lives. I pray for our leaders and for those with authority over us. And I'll talk about that because I have a little chart. And uh, that sounds like pretty canned in a way. But I have a chart that goes into my, uh, I have in the front of my Bible. I like to actually spend whatever time, what time I have, and just really, really reading and meditating on the word, even if it's just one verse. Sometimes I've even been known to kneel before I open my Bible and just acknowledge that position of humility uh, and ask God, please show me what you want me to know in this word. Please show me and teach me through listening to you in my prayer life what I need to know. He's given me wisdom, given me direction. One time I was going to make a decision. We were just didn't know which way to go. We were waiting for what the next assignment was going to be, getting a little discouraged. And I was reading in Isaiah and it said, I'm digging through a mountain and I'm making a new road. It flashed off the page to me and kind of like almost slapped me on the face. And I thought, the Holy Spirit and God is working. I just got to be patient for what he's doing. I had another situation. You know the times that you want to make a decision. You really think God is guiding you. And we've all said, well, all you have to do is have more faith. And so I was about to make the decision. Well, I'm going to commit to this and I'm going to say this. And because I just need more faith and he's going to do it. I was reading in Proverbs. And he said through Proverbs Don't make a decision until it's a sure thing. So what that told me was not to get ahead of God. And I was kind of justifying in my own mind. Well, if I just have enough faith, I'm going to say, yes, he will make it happen with not having a clear direction from him. I discovered that through reading the word of God and praying and listening. And he spoke to me through the Holy Spirit. I don't know when you pray. It could be in the morning. could be during the day. It could be throughout the day. It could be in the evening. But find that place that's comfortable. Have a light. Have some music on. You make it for you. Some people talk about going to the prayer closet. I have a piece of paper because the minute I sit down and pray, my mind wants to make a grocery list. Or it wants to say, you need to do this. So I write it down so it's out of my head so I can get back to the priority of that praying. You see what I'm talking about. And so, oh, do I need to write a thank you note? Yes. Oh, I need to call somebody. Get it out of your mind and then spend some time before God. Learning to pray out loud is really important. Start if you're, and so many people don't want to do it in front of people or a group. Try to stay focused in your own life by in your quiet time, in your prayer place pray out loud read the scripture keeps you focused keeps you connected you don't get distracted and it will take you deeper reading the scripture out loud for you yourself to hear it vibrates down through your body through the holy spirit and gives you such strength sometimes i just stop in the middle of my reading and i thank god for his love and his salvation I spend time as he talks to me. Um, There's so many ways to pray. There isn't 
a hundred percent right the right way to pray i've had so many people say just tell me the 10 prayers i need to pray just give them to me it's not that simple it's communication with god it's walking back and forth it's it's sitting down it's kneeling it's time of silence sometimes it's just group prayer with people and allowing the holy spirit and not being afraid of silence Here's one way to pray if you're a new beginner, you've never done it, and so many people, you have heard this, start with adoration. And all that is, is thank, it's not even thanking God, it's acknowledging him for who he is. He's the mighty one. He's all-knowing. He's um, omnipotent. Um, If you know the attributes, that's who he is. You want to praise and adore him. That sets you in the mood and the environment of coming before your God to have prayer. Of course, with that, in order for them to hear your prayers, we do have to talk to him about listening and understanding and allowing him to bring sins to our life. Just makes sense. We're past our time of break, so I'm going to take that break, and we're going to come right back, and we're going to talk more about prayer. Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. Don't go away. You don't have to wait until the nice weather rolls around to get your roof fixed. LJ Construction is among a select number of companies that offers year-round roofing. Mention you heard this ad on WDCX and ask about the special discount going on now for up to $750 off a roof replacement or $50 off a roof repair. Check them out online at ljconstructionwny.com. For your free estimate, call 989-9494. LJ Construction, the honest contractor. For years, you've been suffering with health problems. You've seen one doctor after another, but your symptoms haven't gone away. It's time to seek a natural solution. When the right combination of natural health therapies and whole food supplements join forces, you have Synergy. Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. At Synergy, we teach our patients how to thrive holistically because God designed the body to heal and function on its own. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. We have successfully helped patients battling health issues like acid reflux, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, autism, autoimmune disease, infertility, and much, much more. You can take control of your health without relying on medications or surgeries. Get rid of the pain, depression, exhaustion, and so much more and start living the life you were meant to live. And it starts with a simple phone call. To make an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. At Legal Shield, they know that life can be complicated. So if you and your family need a will or simply need help with a traffic ticket, if you're a gun owner or a small business owner and need some legal advice, or if you do a ride share or delivery business and have legal questions, they can help with all of the above. Plus, if you're concerned about your family's identity, protect it with ID Shield, the number one identity theft product in the U.S. and Canada. Legal Shield is a service that every family in the U.S. and Canada needs and can afford. With Legal Shield, you can have access to a law firm right in the palm of your hand. To set up your Legal Shield plan, call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011. If you're in the U.S., visit his website at alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com or in Canada, visit alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.ca. 
Do you ever wonder how to find hope in the seemingly hopeless circumstances of today's world? Linda Penn used to wonder that too, but then she found the hope of Christ. This is Today's Living Hope. Hey, we are talking about hope through prayer. And um, I don't know about you, but I think most people do pray. I pray. There's times I pray more and there's times I pray less. I have realized that um, God has convicted my heart to have more dedicated, disciplined time for prayer. And I really needed to create that space in my life uh, for more than one reason. He wants that communication. I talked about those things. He wants to spend time adoring him, confession. I've got to clear that and let him remind me, Linda, you know what? You need to talk to someone this week. He brings all those to me. When that discipline of that Holy Spirit is, it's not to shame you, but it is to make you more like Christ and to be in a spirit-filled life through prayer. I said adoration. Then I said confession. Absolutely. We need to make sure. And we need some, I think, some time to just listen and say, Lord, is there anything I need to confess? What do you need to bring to my heart that I'm not aware of? The other one would be Thanksgiving. And I know this is very fundamental. A lot of people are doing this. What are you thankful for? And I love this order because thankfulness starts to get us into more what he's done for us than what we see that he hasn't. Or, you know, it's kind of living in that cup half full rather than half empty. And then you give him what they call supplication or all the prayer request. And I'm telling you, there's sometimes we used to talk in staff meetings and say, you know what, I don't think I can work today. I just got to go home and pray about all this, which he wants us to pray about everything and our decisions, what we do, how do he direct us, pray without ceasing, persistent prayer. That's another whole program. And then I always add one more S, and I know it's out of context of the formula because it's A-C-T-S, Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. I add another S, which means surrender. So if I have done that and I have spent my time, then there isn't anything, anything that I cannot leave with him and have the peace and satisfaction and knowing that he's going to take care of what he needs to take care of it because you can't handle it anyway. You're not made. We're sheep. He's a shepherd. He's the one that knows how to do it. He's the one that works ahead of us. He's working around us all the time. He knows what's going to happen. And he's going to grow us and mature us and teach us. I really like reading the Psalms and um, in Proverbs sometimes. I will say, as you're reading the Word of God, to study or be in something systematically in your prayer life because it comes together tighter. It doesn't give you mystery or understanding. Um and it's very um, respectful of how you go about in your relationship with with Christ. You know, um, have you ever heard kind of the slang, hey, I'm going to go talk to the man upstairs. <laughs> well, he's the one that we are to honor, reverence, adore, worship. He's om omniscient, omnipotent. He's sovereign. He's a creator of all things. I've got the top guy God the Father, through the person of Jesus Christ, by the Holy Spirit. Oh, it's beautiful. 
See, the Lord is powerful. The Lord can restore what the locusts have eaten. The Lord can guide you. The Lord can protect you. And he is your power and he's your protection. He's not too weak to save you. He's not the big guy in the sky that's not paying attention. Says, call unto me, ye who are weary, and I will give you rest. Hmm. Time with him. I'm hoping you're getting the idea. Wow, I got to spend time with him. You know what? And you can be totally transparent with him. Have you ever argued with God? I have. Have you really just expressed everything to him? There's the place. He knows you. One time I was really having a really difficult time with a decision. And I didn't like what God said for my answer. And I was talking to my mom about it. And, um, you know... When parents want your attention, they'll use your middle name, right? <laughs> or if you've been disciplined. So my mom said, Linda Kay, do you know that God is giving you a test right now and you're failing? And she kind of put it back in perspective for me. And I could always trust that because there isn't any person that didn't pray any more for me than my mother. But you can be real with God, authentic, transparent in that thanksgiving, that adoration, that supplication, in that prayer. Because he loves you, he cares, he wants to come to you. He wants you to come to him. And he wants you to be involved in him. I listened to Chuck Swindoll the other night. I was driving home from counseling. And he was talking about, and he took us and just pictured, in your silence right now, would you let him have all of you? And would you pray? to him and say, God, reveal to me what I must do, where I need to take the mask off, where I need to answer you through the word of God in obedience, where do I need to confess? See, that's, that's why we pray. There were some missionaries that were in um, Nairobi, and the terrorists were in the area, and they were afraid to make the move. It was in Kenya, and they were afraid to make a move because of the territory and the terrorists that were in there, and yet they thought they had to leave because they were going to be attacked. So they waited till nighttime, and they left, and they traveled, and... Um, Actually, they left after dark, and they were trying to drive to Nairobi. And actually, the land uh, rover actually stalled. A guy by the name of Matt, who was one of the missionaries, tried really in vain to repair that vehicle, and it could not be repaired. Fearfully, they decided to lock themselves in the car, and they tried to sleep. Together they prayed, actually prayed Psalm 4-8 aloud. I will lie down and sleep in peace for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Well, they woke up and they finished their travels. But they heard the following week a local pastor had told the missionaries what had happened while they slept. 
three terrorists had crept up to their car intending to kill them. Now, I'm getting Holy Spirit chills if I'm telling you this. But when they went up there, they saw 16 men surrounding the rover and they fled in fear. Matt and Laura, his wife, were thrilled, but they were puzzled. What 16 men? They had no idea. They were asleep. Weeks later, later in America, the rest of the story came to light when a friend asked them, have you been in any danger lately? Matt told them about what had happened to them. So a friend kind of just was so excited, not because of what they, the danger they were in, but they said, what day? And the guy said, March 23rd, he said. The man said, God burned on my heart to pray for you guys. They were in the United States. They weren't in Nairobi. The man called the men of the church and 16, <laughs> 16 of them met together for emergency prayer on your behalf. No doubt, no doubt, heaven will reveal endless counts of what it means when people obey the prompting of the Holy Spirit to pray. I had a counseling situation this week, too. The lady, a first-time count, first-time lady, first time seeing me, and she called me, and um, she said, you know, when can you get me in? I would like to come. And so, actually, she had just called me the day before, and I was kind of looking for a spot. Well, that next day, I had a cancellation at 4.30, and I brought uh, called her, and she said, Oh, yeah, I can come. When she came, she says, I really don't want to be here. <laughs> she said, but you called. And so I came in at 430 and we talked a little bit and um, we could discuss what we discovered was it was a di divine appointment that she came in. She came in quickly. She prayed to receive the Lord and God is up to something. Hey, we're talking about prayer. Today's Living Hope, Linda Penn. We're going to take that break and we're going to be right back. Do you need a will or do you need some advice about a property issue, accident, personal injury, marital issue, real estate matter, or business situation, but you only have modest resources? Well, everyone deserves legal protection. And the good news is that Legal Shield has solutions to your legal issues without it causing stressful or complicated outcomes. To set up your Legal Shield plan, call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011. If you're in the US, visit his website at alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com or in Canada, visit alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.ca. Did you know that God designed the body to heal and function on its own? Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. We teach our patients how to thrive holistically with natural therapies and whole food supplements. If you've been suffering with health problems, it's time for a natural approach. You have the power to take control of your health. To schedule an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716-synergy.com. 
Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many other WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday. If you want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry, or if you want to learn about how to become a sponsor or advertising partner, visit todayslivinghope.org or call 716-580-7063. Also, if you're a business or individual, you can give a tax-deductible donation to Today's Living Hope. Again, to do so, visit todayslivinghope.org or call 716-580-7063. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. It's easy to listen to Linda's past broadcasts. Find them at todayslivinghope.org. Hey, welcome back. We are talking about prayer, and I, I love this verse. Got to put this in here. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. That's Matthew 7, 7. These are steps for you to find him. For everyone that asks does receive. And he that seeks finds. I will add, you need to seek him with all your heart. No reservations, no holding back, no exceptions. For everyone that seeks, receives. And he that seeks, finds. And to him that knocks, it shall be open. As we walk, the prayers of a righteous person availeth much. So as we pray and we walk in the truth and we're walking in that strength of that through the Holy Spirit, the scripture also says, I will give you the desires of your heart. Now, I also have to say there's been things I have prayed for that I'm glad he did not answer with a yes. He knew more. He saw more. He understood more. And he gave me what I needed, not what I wanted. As I look back on that over the years, I am so very, very thankful The other thing that I have learned, the persistent prayer, is you pray and you pray until you get an answer. Prayer perseverance counts much with God. Actually, just as much as it does with man. If Elijah had ceased at his first petition, the heavens would scarcely have yielded their rain to his feeble praying. That is in James 5, 17 through 19. Wow, just doing a study on prayer through the Bible will knock your socks off. That's one of the reasons I like that E.M. Bounds, B-O-U-N-D-S, book on prayer. If Jacob Jacob had quit praying at bedtime, he would hardly have had survived the next day's meeting with Esau. If the woman had allowed her faith to faint by silence, humiliation, or rejection, or to stop midway in its struggles, her grief-stricken home would never have been brightened by the healing of her daughter. That's how important prayer is. 
I want to rekindle your fire for prayer. I don't want you to be discouraged. I'm not getting the answers right now. Many of us are concerned about many things and we don't think things are turning around. We have to know God is in total control for what he wants to do and how he wants to do it. And I'm still going to walk by faith. I'm still going to trust him. I'm still going to be in the word of God. I'm still going to ask him to help me finish well, to glorify you. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven for me individually, my family, um, my church, my loved ones, my city, my state, my government my world but prayer matters when we work we work but when we pray god works don't get discouraged don't look on what you don't have look on what he is going to do in the future that is prayer that is knowing the promises that is being in the word and relying on him there's so much more to know about prayer and so much more to know in the word of god let's get in it wear out that bible it's so wonderful hey what are some of the prayer killers well the number one i can think of and i had a friend tell me this she said linda you're even going to have to pray yourself still so you can get in a posture and an attitude and an environment of prayer you know what she was absolutely right one of the prayer killers is not praying that's not that's not rocket science that's just plain truth another prayer killer is lack of faith Um, that lack of faith is can have an incredibly negative impact on christian life that's why you keep that prayer journal to know when you prayed the date you prayed what you prayed for how it was answered and know that god is powerful in his time without faith prayer has no power Do you know that even Jesus was powerless to perform any miracles in Nazareth because of the people's lack of faith? Look that up. Mark 6, 1 through 6. Actually, um, Jesus' brother James gives some insight into the effect that uh, faithless prayer, uh, faithlessness has on prayer. In James 5, I'm sorry, James 1 5 through 8 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all who find him fault, and it will be given to him. But when he asks, he must believe and not doubt, because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not think he will receive anything from God or from the Lord. He is a double minded man, unstable in all he does interesting i hope you underline some of these verses so when you go through your bible they pop out at you and remind you okay prayer that's prayer killer number two you know what number three is disobedience just plain disobedience if we do not deal with our sin or our disobedience of what we know to do That does not please him, and that breaks communication and fellowship with our God. 
if we are to um, grow in our relationship with God and become stronger people of prayer, we have to learn to obey and be sensitive of that. There's no decision. If it, God has asked us, and that's in the word of God, that's a commandment, that is something, there's nothing to decide except obedience. Keeping from sin is not just enough. Neither is faith. That's pretty interesting. If our mouths say that we believe by our actions, we don't back up that belief with a strong display of obedience. It shows the weakness of our belief. Obedience should be a natural outgrowth of faith in God. He who that obeys God also trusts him and that trusts he that trusts him will obey God. It's kind of like a two-way street, okay? So prayer killer number three is disobedience. Prayer killer number four, lack of transparency with God and with others. Ooh, now we're getting a little more personal, right? Because it makes a difference. God sees everything. <laughs> I, uh, um, you have to share your struggles and what you're going through and to be authentic as we build each other up, exhort and encourage. The lack of transparency. You're not fooling God and you're not fooling others either. You know, our actions and our feet, when they don't match, it exposes us. We know that. James 5.16 says, Therefore, confess your sins one to another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. See, James is sharing the truth about God. When we confess our sins to one another, which requires us to be absolutely transparent, guess what? God is able and he wants to, to heal and cleanse us. And that brings us to restoration with him. That is so, so important. I could talk about each one of these uh, prayer killers um, even longer than this. Prayer killer number five, unforgiveness. Unforgiveness. God um, shows that so much in scripture um, when we mention um, scripture passage in which Peter asked Jesus about forgiveness and he asked Lord how many times shall I forgive my brother when he sins against me up to seven times Matthew eighteen twenty one. Hebrew law required a person to forgive a person three times for an offense Peter was suggesting seven thought he was being very lenient and forgiving he was probably shocked when he heard Jesus say how about not seven times but 77 times in Matthew 18:22 It is an attitude of the heart and it is the Holy Spirit who empowers us to forgive. We can't do it. I'm going to have to take a break and we come back we're going to finish the prayer killers and then I'm going to show and talk to you about how I help myself through prayer stay on track Monday through Friday. We'll be right back. 
Every year it happens. That windstorm blows through western New York and then in your yard and sometimes the neighbor's yard are shingles from your roof. Or what about the leak you can't trace, but suspect it has something to do with the roof. Maybe you've been in your house for decades and it's just time to have the roof replaced. Whether it's repairs or a brand new roof, call LJ Construction today. You don't have to wait until the nice weather rolls around to get your roof fixed. LJ Construction is among a select number of companies that offers year-round roofing, and they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Mention you heard this ad on WDCX and ask about the special discount going on now for up to $750 off a roof replacement or $50 off a roof repair. Discounts are also available for veterans and seniors. Stop by their showroom in Lancaster at 3439 Walden Avenue or check them out online at ljconstructionwny.com. For your free estimate, call 989-9494. LJ Construction, the honest contractor. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. If you have a prayer request, send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. Thank you, and God bless. At Legal Shield, they know that life can be complicated. So if you and your family need a will or simply need help with a traffic ticket, if you're a gun owner or a small business owner and need some legal advice, or if you do a ride share or delivery business and have legal questions, they can help with all of the above. Plus, if you're concerned about your family's identity, protect it with ID Shield, the number one identity theft product in the US and Canada. Legal Shield is a service that every family in the US and Canada needs and can afford. With Legal Shield, you can have access to a law firm right in the palm of your hand. To set up your Legal Shield plan, call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011. If you're in the U.S., visit his website at alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com or in Canada, visit alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.ca. Ever wonder why it's called Today's Living Hope? Well, look no further than the living hope we have in Jesus. Hey, we're talking about the living hope of prayer this um, second hour of Today's Living Hope. And I was just, um, before we took a break, I was talking about the prayer killers. And number one prayer killer is we don't pray. (laughs) And um, in order to have communication with God and learn and grow, you have to spend time um, praying. And they should be conversation with God, not rote prayers. We know we all started with now lay me down to sleep and God is great. God is good. But this is um, learning to do prayer. Uh, I will iterate that book again. E.M. Bounds. Uh, it's a book just called prayer. Second prayer killer, lack of faith. Third prayer killer, disobedience um, to knowing what we are to do and we don't do it. Prayer uh, for killer four. Lack of transparency with God and others. We have to be real. We have to be honest. We have to have integrity. Prayer killer number five is unforgiveness. And we can only do that by the power of the Holy Spirit. Prayer killer six is wrong motives. And boy, God can tell that right away um, when that is happening. And when we pray, God speaks to us and shows us uh, our motives. And when you decide to do something, he's really concerned about your pride, your fear, your possessions, your, you know, your, your motive behind what you're praying for. 
you can't fool God. He knows everything. He's sovereign. He's in all space and time all the time. Prayer killer number seven is idols in our lives. Will I be willing to give up this thing if God asks me to? Honesty at your attitude toward your career, possessions, and family. If there are things you wouldn't release to God, then they're blocking your access to him. I'll be totally surrendered. Some people say, I don't want him to be Lord in life. I don't want to take this study experiencing God because he may ask me to do something I want to, don't want to do. You can't have those idols in your life. He will not answer. Prayer killer number eight, disregard for others. He cares for others. We're to pray for others. We're to show empathy, fellowship, um, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. First Peter 3, 7 exhorts husbands and wives to be considered of one another. Otherwise, it says their prayers will be hindered. First Peter 2, 13, submit yourselves to the Lord's sake for the Lord's sake to every authority instituted among men prayer killer number nine disregard for god's sovereignty unknowing oh my gosh this is a clear acknowledgement that god is in charge and that he is sovereign prayer killer number two is unsurrendered will ultimate purpose is prayer is not to get what you want but to learn to want what god gives but that will never happen if we don't surrender our will and put ourselves on God's agenda instead of our own. Man, great, great. Psalms 139 just gives us that right now. Psalms 139, 23 to 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offense way in me and lead me to the way everlasting prayer killers are really important to know well the last thing i want to share and i hope i can get this for the time we have left i have a piece of paper that i have in front of my bible it's taped to the very front cover and it helps me to know to cover everything now uh, you find your way to pray adoration confession thanksgiving um, supplication giving your request and then surrender God says we're to play about, pray about everything, and I don't think we're doing that. And I know I had to put this in my Bible because um, I wasn't doing it, and I have to be, really remember because there is power in prayer. So I have divided it up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, okay? This is a suggested thing. Of course, you don't have to do it if you don't want to, but Monday is spiritual growth. I pray for my own. I pray for my own personal spirit, spiritual growth. I pray for my family's spiritual growth. I have all kinds of scriptures I can share to do. You can share with you. If you do Linda at Today's Living Hope, Org, I will send you a copy of this copy of this pray for yourself and your family according to the scriptures that I have listed above which I don't have time to give to you and then conclude by thanking the Lord for his faithfulness I pray for strong marriages and families I pray for my husband and husbands I pray for wives I pray for children and I pray for my grandchildren Monday there's other things I also pray for and other requests Tuesday, I pray for the church, and I have biblical scriptures for that. I pray for the church leaders, pastors, elders, deacons, board members, secretaries, assistants, other staff. I pray for church life. 
to be led to for them to lead those holy lives in church. I pray for the character that is characterized by love, grace, endurance, evangelism, prayer, discipleship, unity, obedience, and influencing our society. I pray for all of those things for the church and its example to reach the world. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, around the world, and for it to start in my church, my heart, and my life. Wednesday is the Great Commission. And I have scriptures for that as well. So you know that everything we are praying about is scriptural and is a command for us to do. And I pray that everyone in your community, my community, will be prayed for regularly. I pray for evangelism, that people will come to know Christ. I pray for the church to have a strategy for people to hear the gospel. I pray for training everyone churchgoer will have an opportunity to receive training in evangelism discipleship for everyone as a churchgoer will be exposed to that for the lord to give resources that the lord would provide workers and leaders wednesday is for the great commission and the work of the church thursday specialty groups in society i have verses for that education schools universities institution trades administrators media television radio medical hospitals doctors business banking technology whatever it is you fill in the blanks for you but thursday is for specialty groups in society friday is leaders and government have scriptures for all of that pray for our leaders for salvation godly wisdom discernment integrity um, equality, righteousness, and justice. I pray for the executive government, Congress, um, the judicial, military, education system, leaders of our city. Hmm. Saturday, I pray for the world. Intercessory prayer can change nations. Psalms 2, 8. Prayer requests for our world would include praying for people from every tribe and tongue, unreached people groups. God knows who you're praying for. Leaders in nations, missionaries, the persecuted church, internationals, here in our own country and around the world. Pray that you will do your part to pray, to give, and to go. Pray for this weekend for our people. Pray that you go and vote on Tuesday. Lord, thank you for listening and our people that are listening about prayer. Now may they, we all learn and pray more according to your will. This has been today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. We will see you next week. The preceding program has been furnished by Today's Living Hope.